When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you'd have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have a class smasher pass and a dear DST. So exciting. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. Remy, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel like shit. I, I do not feel good. I had to miss our episode with Cheyenne, which I'm really bummed about. Um, I've just been having tummy issues and I don't know if it's a sickness or if it's something I ate. Okay. I'm just praying that that you don't have winter vomiting disease like I had. Are you nauseous? There's been no vomit. It's been all the other thing. Okay. Yeah. You know, nausea just has a way of harshing your vibe like no other. Totally. So I'm very, very sorry, but I'm happy that you could join me virtually today. Of course. And we're going to get into it because we both tried a class that I actually don't know if you have ever tried this class, but people have told me to try this class and I've heard of people. It's extremely popular and I never Mm -hmm. have. I never have because my sister used to go to this class and she would leave the class and every time she would be like, everybody in there is out of their fucking mind. And this class <laughs> is Barry's boot camp. Well, wait, is it specifically, is it just Barry's in general? You're saying everybody feels like they die at? Well, I think what she was referring to was, and and this was years and years ago. Like, I don't know if maybe the program has changed a little bit or I'm not sure, but it was mm-hmm. still interval training. It was still switching off between the treadmill and the floor. Um, yeah. And you know, people just, people really go hard at Barry's classes. And um, my sister would just leave the class and be like, I don't know how I even did that. Like, because mm-hmm. it really is a competitive environment. And and I'm here to tell you guys, like as somebody who had never gone to a Barry's class, this was my first ever Barry's class. I did the run. Ooh. Yeah, I did the run. Remy did the ride, which is a bicycling edition well, of the yeah, class. Well, yeah, it's run slash lift and then ride slash lift. Yeah. So it's like half and half. Yeah. So I did the run. So basically the way they set it up for those who aren't familiar is um, you have half the class on the floor 
doing various exercises. They have weights, um, dumbbells, and then you also do ab exercises and you switch off between Mm -hmm. that and the treadmill. When you're on the treadmill, they have you do intervals um, and sometimes you're sprinting and sometimes you're jogging or walking. So it's very, very intense because the instructor will be yelling and she's yelling at two different groups of people simultaneously. So not only do these instructors have to be really, really quick because it's interval training, it changes really quickly and frequently, but they have to say, floor, do this, Mm -hmm. treadmill, do that. And they're basically teaching two classes at once. I was literally so impressed by that. Yeah, I I was so impressed. I walked up to the instructor after and I was like, I think you are so impressive. She was probably a little freaked out by me, if I'm being honest, because I was fan Who was your instructor? Do you remember? I don't remember her name. I wish that I did because she was actually incredible. She was an energizer bunny. I have so much Mm -hmm. respect for all fitness instructors because I just think it takes so much out of you. You have to stay so motivated and you have to motivate other people, which is so hard. I asked her how many classes she teaches each day. She said she teaches three per day, six days per week. Damn. Yeah. My instructor, it was his, I don't know what class it was of the day, but I heard him doing the class right before. And then I was like, wait, is that John? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, wait, and he's going to do this class right after too. And it was on his birthday. And I was like, oh my God, like you really love working out. But yeah, the same thing. I had never done this class before, but I've done berries before. When it first came to New York, I remember it was like all the rage and all of my craziest most fit friends like who were just like doing everything signed up for it and I went and yeah I had the same feeling that I was like I'm gonna die but I don't like treadmills like running on treadmills is really really hard for me so I was kind of scared on one hand to do this class because of how hard I knew Barry's was but also excited because I got to bike this time yeah and I don't know if you did your like, did you guys go back and forth? Because for the biking class, it is you do your biking first or like, you know, whatever you start on, you do that first and then you switch to the floor and then you're done. Like there's no going back and forth. It's just half, half. Oh, yeah. No, you know, they probably do that because it would be a safety hazard having people hopping on and off the bikes. Like, because it takes a little more time. The clipping. Yeah, the clipping. No, so... In the treadmill class, you go from the, I started on the floor, but some people started on the treadmills and you switch off twice. Mm-hmm. So you, you do both section twice. That's what I remember. It's like back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. so it's not just like interval training. It's also like, how quickly can you get your shit together? Right. I'm always like, not quickly. Right. And I, you know, I will say one thing and spoiler alert, I enjoyed this class. I actually thought it was very mm-hmm. fun. They crank the music so loud that you kind of feel like you're in a club, which is nice. And they turn the lights down. And they're red lights. Do you have red lights? Yes. There were different colored lights. Yeah. It was just like, I was like, oh, everybody looks like that TikTok filter. That's like, it's like hot, you know, like we already came in and we crushed it. You know, it did kind of remind me of Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Like I felt like I was on that space. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. But (laughs) 
you know, the music is so loud, it's distracting. They blast the AC. So even though you are sprinting and you're doing some pretty serious work, Mm -hmm. you don't get too hot. Like you stay cool because they're constantly cranking the AC. I wore layers because I was like, oh, I'm going to get hot. Like I'm going to need a tank top underneath my long sleeve because I always like to start with a long sleeve. I never took it off. Like I was fine. Really? Yeah. Wow. And yet you're shedding layers when you're here in the studio. Literally have to have ice packs in my pants (laughs) in the studio. (laughs) Did you bring any ice packs for extra insurance? Nope. No, you just just decided to raw dog it. Yeah. And they give you water, which was really nice. Yeah, that was nice. Also, read the shoes, because this is something I was nervous about as I was like, how are we going to be lifting in like the clip-on shoes, like you'll be like clacking around and like, you know, like how the clip-on shoes for whatever, like usually like your toes are raised and stuff. I'm like, this is going to be bad for everyone's backs and shit. It's not like that at all. The shoes have a flat bottom. I took a video of it. I sent it to Elisa. um, So maybe she can post it, but it just looks like a normal sneaker. And then underneath there's like a little like recessed part that clips in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you kept the shoes on the whole time? You keep them on the whole time. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. They're just sneakers that can clip. That's so cool. Yeah. I I, I will say another thing is like they have the best equipment. Their equipment is so, so good. Um, The treadmills, the Mm. quality of the treadmills, they felt really nice. The tread Mm -hmm. underneath my feet was so, so nice. I... I wish they had these treadmills at the YMCA, but that's a little too much to ask, I recognize. <laughs> Tell me, how was the biking experience? Like, let's let's just focus on the biking, not the floor. Yeah, the bike was great. It has one of those little, like, looks like an iPad, I guess, on the front. And it tells you, like, your RPMs and something else. And they, like, in the beginning were like, oh, like, listen to which numbers they say you should hit. And... I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm going to hit any of these numbers. Like, I'm just going in to do this class and see if it's okay. Like, but I'm not striving to hit numbers. And I was having such a good time that I actually did hit numbers. Like, I got up to like 130 at one point when we were like going really fast. Nice. I don't really know what that means. Is that like rotation? I don't know what it means either. But he had said like, (laughs) strive for 120 and I hit 130. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I didn't realize like... "Mm." Cool. Impressive. Yeah. The bike has two, like one knob and then one like slat thing that like the slat thing, if you move it to the right, it's like a lot harder, but the knob, it's like a little less. So it's like on a normal bike with gears. There's like one gear that'll make it go a few notches up and then one that's like a little less or, you know. Yeah. I generally listened to the instructions for on the bike and like went up when they said go up and went down when they said go down. And that was really good. But you said the thing about bumping the music, John, shout out to John. If you can go to his class, he's amazing and happy belated birthday. But he was playing the best music. And at one point he comes up to me and he's like, by the way, there's a rule. Like if you know the song, like you better sing the song. And I was like, Oh, don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) And then I just sang for like the rest of class that I think actually enhances your workout because it increases 100%. your lung capacity to sing. Yeah. And you feel like you're like a uh, pop star in training. 
You know, remember <laughs> like seeing videos of Britney Spears like singing on the treadmill? Totally. Be like, this is for a massive concert that's coming up. <laughs> totally. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. 
That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So overall, you enjoyed it? The cycling? The cycling, yes, definitely. Okay, and then what about the floor? What kind of exercises did you have to do? It was like a lot of arms and a lot of squats. You had dumbbells, right? Yes. And we were supposed to have a heavy set, which was going to be like 20 pounds, and then a lighter set, which was like 15. I just took two eight pounds because I was like, there's no way. And I was right about myself. And I like even like with that little weight, the squats, I started getting sore in my right butt cheek like immediately. Just the right which, one? Just the right. Like why? <laughs> Are you right dominant? I am right dominant. And I think when I bike, like to stay on beat, I like use the right foot as like the push foot. Oh, That's sure. Like the, sure. Da, 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 you know, so I think I was. Yeah, it's the kick and the kickball change. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, I actually um, I had the opposite experience in a way. And this was something that I Ooh. wanted to share with the audience. Yeah. So. My main issue with the floor section was before class started, they said, grab a pair of heavyweights. Now, mm -hmm. heavyweights, that means something different to everybody. I wanted to play it safe because I didn't want to be stuck in a situation where I picked weights that were too heavy. Um, right. So I picked eight pound weights and I thought, you know, if I do a Look lot at of- us. Yeah, Twins. we did the same. Isn't that crazy? But the yeah. thing is- while we were doing squats, I realized I could have gone much heavier, but there wasn't time. Mm. I couldn't go back mm. and get heavier weights because by the time I did that and then came back, the set would have been over. So the you one gotta thing- You got to get two sets. Yes. I, I think that would be the move is to- get one set of weights that are safe for you. Like one that one set that you yeah. know that you can handle and then maybe a slightly heavier one that's like a challenge. Um, and yeah. then that way you're not stuck in that situation. I mean, it could have been worse. It's better to have weights that you know you can manage the whole time. But I kind of mm -hmm. did have this nagging feeling during like, oh, I could be working a little harder. But by the same token, I will tell you that by the end of the class, I wanted out of there. So maybe it was smart. Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, there was one point that I was like, oh, I wish I just had one heavier one because it was for the um, what are these called when you put the dumbbell behind your head? Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's like it's like an overhead tricep dip press. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I always want just a little bit heavier because. That's impressive. Okay That's like the hardest thing for me when it comes to arms is the triceps. Which is crazy that I can do that. But then yeah. most other arm stuff I'm so bad at. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what they say? Buys are for show. Tries are for pros. Have you ever heard that? No. It basically means that like. Wait, oh, it means that buys you can get. Biceps like, you can get really easily. Yeah. And, and like people do them a lot because they're really impressive looking but tries right. are actually it's actually a bigger muscle group and it's like for pros mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's harder to access much and harder yeah or it's harder to work yeah it's harder to target I will say 
Hard. That's what I'm looking for. There I'm like, go. locate. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the run and lift, mm-hmm. I would say if you're thinking about trying it, just try it. It's pretty fun. And you don't have to do what these instructors say. I This is the, the biggest thing that I've realized from doing classes the past couple weeks is like, I used mm-hmm. to get such anxiety about not being able to keep up with other people. And let me tell you, there Virgo. was, yeah, it, I think it is a Virgo thing. It's like, also like not wanting to do it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like perfectionism, but it's not even like classic perfectionism. Like I need to do it right. It's, it's almost like I don't deserve to be here unless I can do all the movements. It's, it's a weird, that's how I felt too. Like, it's like, oh, it's an expensive class. If I'm not doing everything and really using up like every dollar that this class has to offer, like I'm a failure. And it's like, no, like you're you're using your body to the best of your ability. Exactly. And you will drive yourself crazy trying to keep up with everyone, because I will tell you, there was a group of people in they were on the treadmills and they were right in the middle. I don't know if they came together or it was just a coincidence. I'm not sure. They mm-hmm. were running on 16 miles per hour. That's fast. Yeah, there's always going to be somebody doing like the most because the, the the class isn't even good enough for them. Right. So like I can't <laughs> I can't pressure myself into trying to keep up with that. I will sustain an injury. So I might mm-hmm. as well just do what I can do, do what is challenging for me and get out of the class what I can get out of it. But overall I would say for me, berries is a smash. Mm -hmm. What would you say? So I would say I was really happy that you had to do the tread one because that always scared me. And I I think that is a hard pass for me. I'm scared of flying off the machine and going into the middle of the room and embarrassing myself. You might like this tread, though. It's it's really I don't even know how to describe. I I tried it. I did it years ago. Right. I, I honestly I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's for me. But however, I loved bike slash lift. It was like the perfect amount of biking. Like also, if if you are going for the first time, do bike first because the instructors will like literally set up your whole bike, put you on the bike, snap your shoes in. So then you can feel like very stress free for the next half. That's a hot tip. Yeah. John is amazing. Go take his class. He's the first person who ever encouraged me by name. Uh, while in a class, I felt very teacher's pet was living for it. Can I tell you a secret? I hate when they do that. Oh, hilarious. I hate it. I hate it. I hate when they say like, yeah, Emily, you're kicking ass. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I hate it Oh my God. So no, much. I love it. In the same way that I've always wanted to be like a regular, you know, oh. like a... Like, oh, I'll have the regular, whatever. Like, I thought this was like very like, yeah, Remy. Like, she's one of us. I'm like, this is my first time here. Hilarious. I could see that. I could see that. I think I feel singled out, but you feel special. And that's two sides I of felt, the same coin. Well, and, and I was trying really hard at that point. And I think I had just hit my numbers and stuff. And I was like, yeah, thanks. I am kicking ass. Yeah. And so, yeah, hard smash for me, that class. Wow. So we're a double smash this week. That's so... 
Beautiful. Double smash. Double smash. <laughs> and we will be doing these more often. We're already registered for a bunch of classes that, in all honesty, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for, but I guess I will be. Mm-hmm. I never do fitness classes. It's a lot of classes in a, in a week period. Yeah. And I was telling Aliza, who does our social, like, I was like, maybe we got to vlog this shit because I never thought that I... Would do three classes in a month. No, I'm just kidding. I used to. I used to do classes. It's exciting to get back into. It. I used to do them too, and I, I sometimes I feel like it is a young person's game. How come? Well, because well, at least for me personally, I feel like as I've aged, I don't crave variety quite as much. I get stuck ah. in my own routine, and I'm comfortable right, right, in my right. routine. So I think now that. I'm doing this for the show, but also for my own edification. Yeah. I think it's a fun experiment to try different workouts, especially with instructors that know a lot. And it's a huge mm-hmm. privilege for me to be able to to try all these classes. So totally, you know, I, I'm really excited to share it with you guys, but it's just a little intimidating. I, I've gotten stuck in my routine. I've gotten stuck in, in just limiting myself to lifting and some very, very light sprinting and and Mm -hmm. it gets boring and I you know I I was expressing that I think like probably about a month ago I I was explaining like I've been feeling really bored and I've been feeling really stagnant and like not wanting to work out and I think that's the other side of getting stuck in your routine is like yeah it's comfortable but it gets boring so at least this won't be boring I'll have fun tidbits to share with you guys as will Remy and um and hopefully I'll and find And it's not a young person's game classes as far as like the general makeup of the classes like I looked around and I I was kind of like oh this is all going to be you know Marie Hill and everyone that's very young Yeah uh no it was a really good dispersion of ages The demo in my class was mostly young but that that's running Oh interesting and maybe that's different Harder on the knees, for sure. Yeah, it's high impact. Yeah. And I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like well within your right to hate it. I kind of hate indoor cycling. (laughs) Amazing. I thought it was fab. It worked out really well that those were what what we chose. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do we want to get into this week's Dear DST? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This one I think is so pertinent. I think this is something that this is something that I went through a couple years ago yeah. and um in a very real way and I know that a lot of people deal yeah. with this. So, let's do it. Dear DST, any advice on breaking up with your fitness tracker? I'm tired of wearing an ugly digital watch and want to up my watch style game. The hang up is I've worn a Fitbit or Apple watch for the last eight years. And the thought of not knowing where I am on my rings, quote unquote, not sure what that means, makes me well, a little anxious. I don't I don't know what rings means, but I, I guess we're not like um, we're not on the inside of the Apple watch lingo. <laughs> I right. don't know. This is inside baseball. If anybody knows what rings is referring to, please let us know. By no means do I look at them every day, but I like to know where I stand. It feels like the last counting cord to cut mm. after counting points, macros, calories, etc. Curious what you think about this. Sincerely, break up with tracking, Betch. All right. So a few things here. Tracking, yeah. like fitness tracking is extremely addictive. And I know this firsthand. I, for a very, mm -hmm. very, very long time, I was addicted to tracking my steps. And this was after I, I took a long break from working out because I knew that it was toxic for me and I knew that I needed a break. I still had the built-in, I never had an Apple watch. I never had a Fitbit or an aura ring or anything like that. But on your phone, mm -hmm. at least on the iPhone, there is a built-in app where you, you can track your steps and it does right. it automatically. So I remember a couple of years ago, I went to visit my grandmother in Florida and she doesn't, you know, you know, she lives in like this condo and it's two steps to the pool and it's 10 steps to the beach. It's very, it's amazing. But Mm -hmm. I like to go out for walks in the morning just because I feel like I start to go crazy if I don't move my body at all. Mm -hmm. So I would go out for walks in the morning and I, I would always at the end of the day look at my steps. And I started to notice that I would get really anxious if the number was under a certain number. Yeah. I don't need to say what number, yeah. but... And then when I got back, I, I realized, wow, I really need to break up with this thing. And... I didn't realize until then what an impact it was making on me because I had this arbitrary number of steps that I was supposed to hit in a day. And if I didn't, I would physically feel bad. And it mm -hmm. was psychosomatic. I, I realized after the fact it was psychosomatic. If I didn't hit my steps, I felt emotionally bad. And then that yeah. would make me feel physically morally bad. bad. Yeah, I felt morally bad. And then that would like lead into my physicality. And mm -hmm. it, it's very, very normal. You know, I, I've i heard many people say, you know, you're supposed to hit 10,000 steps a day. Really, it's an arbitrary number. Um, everybody's step count is different. It depends on your lifestyle, depends on how um, able-bodied you are. It depends on a lot of things. But it's, it's really an arbitrary number. So I think 
you're on the right track knowing that you have to break up with these things. But I understand that they are extremely addictive. And in the moment, you actually feel like you're doing something good for you. So it's not like you're wrong for using these things. It's just that they can get they can get too much. What do you do about the one that's just on your phone? I was going to ask about that because it's one thing to take the watch off, but then you still have the one that's like built in. I'll be honest with you. I, I still look at it. I still look at mm-hmm. it. I'm I'm still curious how many steps I take. Like if I go out for an entire day, I, I go, you know, into the city and I'm out all day. I'm always curious how many steps I did. But, mm-hmm. you know, if it, if it says I only walked a thousand steps, I'm not going to freak out about it. And that took some time. And that curiosity is just also coming from like, oh, I wonder like how many yeah. that was because I don't really know how much space there is in the city or whatever. It's not like, oh, I need to know what I've burned. Yeah. And it's definitely not like, oh, I'm going to look at this number. And if it was only a thousand, then I know I have to do 4,000 more. Need to go back out again. Yeah. No, it's not like that. If I ever feel like it's starting to get into a disordered mindset, I will just make a conscious decision not to look at it. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think you need to rid these things from your life entirely. Not at all. If you're a runner and you like to go out in the morning and, and run a couple miles and you like to track that, I think that can be really beneficial. And these um, devices, they do have a purpose and they are good for certain things. If you're training for a marathon and you want to know how far mm. you went and how quickly. Yeah, absolutely. But when we start to get to the point where it's like, I feel bad about myself if I didn't do as much as yesterday, according to this mm-hmm. tracker, that is not healthy. I, I just, I, I actually think it hinders your progress. Yeah. I think this is probably why this person wants to break up with them because she's already broken up with all the other numbers and stuff. And this is this is just like the last step. And so like, yeah, get yourself a pretty watch. Like yeah. that's step one. Like take the watch off. Take the little tracker off. Get yourself like a pretty watch that you like to look at. And, and she does um, say in here, and it's very valid, that these things are hideous. And they are. You ever see somebody wear yeah. an Apple watch to a wedding? I'm like, take that shit off. <laughs> I don't know if I have, but that's so funny. I have. I, there are some people that just never take off their Apple Watch. Yeah. No, actually, I'm sure I have. I don't know if they they bothered me, but also if it's bothering her and also having it on and seeing the numbers is bothering her, take it off. Take it off. And maybe put it in a safe space like put it it, like don't throw it away unless it's really causing a lot of distress to you well yeah I mean don't throw it away sell it first of all (laughs) make some money or keep it for a little bit because if you're like legit addicted like some people don't like cold turkey yeah I don't know though I feel like a doctor should be (laughs) referring this a therapist yeah therapist I wouldn't be surprised if there was a designated therapist for like (laughs) breaking up with technology there probably is. Oh, my God. I'm sure. There's got to yeah. be because this is a really this is a problem that affects a lot of people. Yeah. Don't throw it away mm-hmm. unless it's like actually becoming very, very disruptive for you. I would say put it in a box with some other keepsakes that you don't need right now. And um, the next time you're training for a marathon or, you know, it's going to come in handy for something, you can wear it. But you can do these things on a trial basis. Like you can say, I'm not going to wear it for a week and I'm going to see how I feel. And if by the end of the week, you're like, wow, I'm so fine without this, Mm -hmm. then great. Mm -hmm. 
that's great. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. that's a sign that you can wear it when you do your workouts or you can wear it. You can compartmentalize it more. Yeah, exactly. Of it like your whole day. I feel like some people use it to track their sleep too. So, you know, mm. whatever you would use it for, then totally go for it. If you put it away for a week and you find yeah, that. Take your pretty, pretty watch off at night and track your sleep if you need that. Gorgeous. But if you take it off for a week <laughs> and then you're like, it, finding that it's bothering you every hour that you're looking at your wrist and you're like, oh, what is this fucking Cartier watch? In my mind, it's a Cartier watch. I don't know. I Me she too. probably doesn't have it like that. Me too. But or or like a copy, a dupe. Yeah, dupe. Cartier dupe. Maybe it's a movement watch. What's that? Those are wa nice watches for cheap. Oh, nice. Uh, not sponsored. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it's like. It's up to each individual person how often and how serious they want to use these devices. And I think mm -hmm. the only way to really know what your relationship is to this device is to cut it out for, I'm going to say a week. Do a week. Get back to us. Do let us know how it went. And we'll do a little update because... It could go either way. Like you might put it away and you might you might be shocked at how fine you are without it. Totally. Or yeah. you might put it away and you might be shocked at how much you think about it. And then we can find one of those therapists that breaks up with technology for you. But also it sounds like it needs to be a, a therapist in nutrition too or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'll do my research. Because <laughs> this, is, this is more than just a tech it's more than just a tech addiction, if it's an addiction, right? It's like a... Yeah, I, I would say it's... Eating. It's Well, it's, or, it's borderline exercise addiction. I mean, I, sure. I never considered myself to have exercise addiction. Not to diagnose this person. Yeah, We're no. Saying, I, if there is an addiction. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm speaking from personal experience right now. Like, yeah, my addiction yeah. to my tracker... I, I mm -hmm. don't consider it an exercise addiction. It wasn't like, I, I almost don't want to use examples because I don't want to generalize exercise addiction, but it's not like, oh, I, I would eat a certain amount and I would need to burn it off or else I wouldn't feel right. It was purely the number. It was purely me hearing mm. that X amount of steps was the right number to hit in a day. So I internalized mm -hmm. that and I thought I was less than if I didn't hit that number. And so mm. it went so much deeper than exercise, really. See, mine is the one that you mentioned just before. Like when I did the MyFitnessPal thing in college, it was to get back to zero. Right. So if it was like I would put my numbers in and then I'd have to take my numbers out. And that is definitely it wasn't like a tech thing. It was mm -hmm. like a food thing. Yeah. Or a body image thing. Yeah. I mean, it sounds from this email, it sounds like she has stopped tracking macros uh, and calories. Yeah. So I, I do think this you're is well the, on your way. You're on your way. This yeah. is the final frontier. So definitely do a week yeah. trial and get back to us and we will assess from there. Hell yeah. Remy, anything before we wrap up? Yeah, again, I, I am so happy to be back here with you, Emily. I'm so sad to have missed our episode with Cheyenne, who, I don't know if you guys covered this, Virgo. <laughs> we actually did, Remy. We Amazing. Did. <laughs> it came up. I did not bring it up. I'll have you know. To Cheyenne. But yes, they brought it up. But 
I I uh-huh. just want to say we did acknowledge that three Virgos in the room might have been too powerful. Would have been crazy. It, it would have yeah. been outrageous. Like the room would have imploded. Yeah. Um, Agree. <laughs> that's it for today's episode, guys. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please rate us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Bye. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.